social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Make Henry Oil your oil provider this winter. Give them a call today. Call Henry Oil, 401-521-0200, 401-521-0200. Henry Oil, serving most Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass, automatic delivery, budget plans, service contracts, lock and cap pricing. You can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today, 401-521-0200. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery, fuel oil, diesel, gasoline delivery, residential and commercial, it's Henry Oil. Give them a call. Since 1947, you can depend on Henry Oil. Call them today. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. 401-521-0200. 401-521-0200. Remember, online at henryoil.com. Go with the original. Go with the best. It's Henry Oil. To Petro on AM 1380 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, petro.com where you will see a link to End Zone Sports Pub. Now, listen, it's Friday. Tomorrow night is the big Patriots game. <clears throat> you know, I don't like these games that are, it's it's going to be below zero in, in Buffalo. I, I, again, I know some people think, ah, oh, it's old fashioned football. Ah, I don't know about that. Um, I understand some people say if everything's in a dome, then it revivals like arena football. But I, I know it is what it is, but I, I would prefer to see a game played on a surface. I enjoyed the national championship this past Monday between Alabama and Georgia. That was played inside. It was played in a dome. Didn't seem like arena football to me. Um, I get sometimes the weather element can be part of it, but Buffalo, Green Bay, Unfortunately, Chicago doesn't, you know, Minnesota. Minnesota has a dome, but, like, I, I get that. But anyhow, folks, all the action you can watch it at End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. If you're looking for a place tomorrow night, you're going to have a lively crowd. It's a Saturday night, playoffs, Patriots, Bills. Stop in and see Dana and Company. They'll have the place uh, jamming. End Zone Sports Pub, 960 Menden Road in Cumberland. Well, folks, again, it is Friday. It's the John DePietro Show. And I want to take a moment. You know, there's a lot of talk, and there's going to be talk about voting rights. And some of the accusations that are being made, um, I mean, I, I, I go back and forth on if I should even draw attention to them. One of this 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 Democrat running for governor and making these outrageous claims, and everyone should be able to vote, and just send mail ballots out all over the place, and no ID required, and da-da-da. It, it, it's lunacy, sheer lunacy. Uh, there's a good piece in the Wall Street Journal that— uh, Peggy Noonan wrote that talks about how that Biden speech, and I talked about it a little bit earlier, but that that Biden speech was, in, in some ways, that was that was a breaking point. Um, you know, the the problem. There's a lot of problems right now, and I will talk. By the way, we are going to talk about. Listen, Dr. Scott left. The media loved her. Uh, it, it certainly could have been handled better. Governor McKee, I, I saw an interview he did last night. He looked like he'd been beaten up. Dan McKee, his tie was off. He, he looked like somebody that just got off like a, you know, uh, uh, just flown in from, you know, the, from Asia or something. I mean, he, he looked like he had been mugged. He was so beaten up and deservedly so. But but that said, a number of health professionals yesterday, it was like a sigh of relief that as I, I I'm not going to defend Dr. Scott. I mean, I've been saying for a while she's an activist. Just politically, though, you know, yesterday was a will go down as just a terrible, terrible day in the McKee administration. And he got, you know, beat up in the fact that Rhode Island's the only in New England state. But ultimately, it's on him. He claims now that she was going to be leaving for a while, almost like they weren't caught off guard. But none of it makes any sense, because if this was several weeks ago that she was hinting she was going to go, well, then, hey, listen. Like, we, you know, I need someone to, to play right now. But I'll tell you what doesn't wash is Governor McKee was trying to say, oh, no, this has been in the works. And no, 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 we're ha- she's got an opportunity. Um, can you imagine if, like, today Bob Kraft said, you know, Coach Belichick's going to be leaving, but not a big deal. You know, we've known about it for a while. Uh, excuse me. You know, you're about to play a playoff game. Well, <laughs> right now the state is a wreck. And because of McKee and Scott, 
Rhode Island's the only New England state that they have to send federal disaster medical teams into Rhode Island hospital. So let's not try to downplay it. But I want to stay with Biden's Georgia speech as a break point. He thought he was appealing to his base. He may have united the country against him. You know, I want to um, give credit to Mitch McConnell. And I recognize there's some people, oh, what do you mean you like Mitch McConnell? He Trump does a Hey, listen, I, I, I'm telling you, I don't care. That is not easy running the Senate. And, you know, let's let's look at the scoreboard. President Trump is no longer at the White House. Mitch McConnell is still running the Senate. That's how they run the Senate. Uh, he's a different type of politician. I fully get that, you know, the president at odds with him at times, but it is what it is. But when he's right, he's right. Let's not just whatever he says is washed off. Um, but but Biden's speech what was a disaster, as Peggy Noonan says. The president's speech Tuesday on voting rights was just a disaster. Um, and I'm going to play some of Mitch McConnell going after him about it. Um, all, all he did, the speech was aggressive and temperate, she writes, not offense, not offensive, but meant to offend. It seems prepared by people who think there's only the Democrat Party in America. Everyone else is an outsider who can be disparaged. It was a mistake on so many levels. You know, this kind of you have someone running for governor right now that wants to ignore the 200,000 people in Rhode Island voted for President Trump, that the only people that matter in Rhode Island are registered progressive democrats everyone else should be a punchline that's the attitude and that was the attitude of biden the other day peggy noonan writes the over-the-top language made him seem more emotional less competent and the problem is when you're a president you can't then just pivot the other the next day and now you're trying to get people on board with you with covid and so forth so you know th this attitude of jim crow 2.0 and, you know, uh, will you stand against election subversion? Uh, McConnell was exactly right. I'm going to play some of the sound. But this was someone who was supposed to bring the country together. You're the president. You're not AOC. You're not, you know, Nancy Pelosi. You're not Chuck Schumer. The, the president's supposed to be a little bit above that. A president shouting that 52 senators and millions of Americans are racist unless he gets whatever he wants. Is that how it works? So if you don't get what you want, we're a racist. Oh, okay. Yeah, guess what? I don't think so. All right, I want to play. Again, Mitch McConnell, as I had said, had delivered. I thought it was just an excellent speech, set the right tone. And he was exactly right, by the way. And if that's the way Biden wants to operate, he's not going to get... Uh, a lot of people on board with them. Other than, the, you know, the echo chamber already has. All right, let's, uh, this was Mitch McConnell. Uniting our people and uniting our nation. Yesterday, that very same man delivered a deliberately divisive speech that was designed to pull our country further apart. Twelve months ago, this president said we should see each other not as adversaries, but as neighbors. Yesterday, he called millions of Americans his domestic enemies. Twelve months ago, the president called on Americans to join forces, stop the shouting, lower the temperature. But yesterday, he shouted that if you disagree with him, you're George Wallace. George Wallace. If you don't pass the laws he wants, you're Bull Connor. And if you oppose giving Democrats untrammeled one-party control of the country, well, you're Jefferson Davis. Twelve months ago, this president said disagreement must not lead to disunion. Ah, but yesterday he invoked the bloody disunion of the Civil War, the Civil War, to demonize Americans who disagree with him. He compared, listen to this, a bipartisan majority of senators to literal traitors. How profoundly, profoundly unpresidential. You know, that Mitch McConnell... Um, response to that is right on the money, folks. Now, I have another clip 
which I think is is different. Now, keep in mind, they, they were trying to get rid of the filibuster with all this. But I, I a lot of this ekes into, you know, you get a lot of the Rhode Island politicians that are like that. That they, they, they were, Cicilline's like that. They look down on you. They look down on us. They don't believe that there should be disagreement. No, you should be disparaged. It's their way. Not, not, there's no room for any other discussion on things like that. You know, there's a, a, a piece. I, I'll get to it in a moment. I want to play a little more Mitch McConnell. Here he is. Hold on. Here we go. In less than a year, restoring the soul of America has become this. Agree with me or you're a bigot. Agree with me or you're a bigot. From lowering the temperature to invoking totalitarian states and the Civil War. So this inflammatory rhetoric was not an attempt to persuade skeptical Democrat or Republican senators. This whole display, this whole display, in fact, you could, you could not invent a better advertisement for the legislative filibuster than a president abandoning rational persuasion for pure demagoguery. You could not invent a better advertisement for the legislative filibuster than what we've just seen. A president abandoning rational persuasion for pure, pure demagoguery. You know, this was, folks, and in, 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 I'm not going to defend... Um, president biden in any way but as we all know listen he didn't he didn't write the speech he didn't he didn't write the speech he he wrote and delivered what they wrote for him and delivered it in a way that he thought it should be delivered in that way and and the reason i mentioned that i also want to just play uh, david axelrod was on cnn he even said so you know you have there were de- not every democrat agrees with with biden by the way let me hear him this david axelrod has become oversimplified in many ways they know that there is a right that there is a wrong that there's the side of right and there's the side of of being a racist and it's just that simple and that that seems to be part of the problem here yeah look i, I don't think the president's rhetoric uh, in atlanta was particularly useful part of yeah, the issue definitely not useful definitely not useful so now we're going to more on that and it's also interesting to me there's a, a state senator tiara mack and we've talked about this with justin katz which she said last year every article about her should be positive how dare anyone write anything negative she's an openly gay uh woman of color and there should be no pause a negative press uh none and she seems to be getting away, by the way. The Boston Globe wrote a story about it. This is someone that Senator Tierra Mack, she's written, she's put out racist tweets and the language and everything else. And what do they talk to her about? There's a piece about her that I'll talk about coming up. Uh, you know, they do talk about her thoughts uh, on things like legalizing marijuana and taxing the rich. And then they get into hard-hitting subjects like donuts and rugby nothing about you know do you want to explain where you say that anyone that says that there should be voter id that they're a racist could you explain that nothing nothing uh in line with that folks this portion of the john DePietro show on this friday is brought to you by kogi it's re coogan and heating call them today 401-732-6562 401-732-6562 now listen we're gonna have a cold wave coming this weekend if you're having a problem with your heating system, call Coogan Heating today, 401-732-6562. 24-hour emergency service, whether it's plumbing or heating or cooling, helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com. It's Coogan, 401-732-6562. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident? Someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen. 
whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender banner, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best, and if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired. 401-272-3340. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Check out the website, dipietro.com. We have original, unique exclusive stories videos content all our links to social media facebook twitter instagram youtube it's all right there and that's also the best way to reach me log on at the website d-e-p-e-t-r-o.com depetro.com first of all obviously on the one hand it would seem like a relief but i'm gonna say you know yesterday rhode island governor dan mckee had press briefing about the latest COVID response. And, you know, very in-depth, went on for an hour. You know, I've also, I've also noticed something, that the governor announced that the National Guard was going to be going to Butler Hospital. And I'll give him credit. I think it was Brian Crandall at NBC10 even said, how come not the other hospitals? And what Governor McKee does is when he doesn't want to answer something, this is an observation that I've made, when he doesn't want to answer something, I don't want to say caught in a lie, but he doesn't want to be honest or truthful or forthcoming maybe is a better word. He sidesteps, and that's why he has a lot of people up there. And he can kind of deflect, oh, we're going to let General Callahan and the National Guardians of that, and blah, blah, blah. Well, the real answer we're finding out is that the federal government is sending medical teams to six states. And one of the states is Rhode Island, not Massachusetts, not Connecticut. Medical teams. Biden's going to send medical, medical, uh, military medical teams, doctors, nurses, are going to be going to Rhode Island Hospital, also going to go to New York, New Jersey, Ohio, Michigan, and New Mexico. So what does that mean? It means that we're the only New England state that needs this. Unclear how many are going to be coming, but the White House said the first of about 1,000 are to be deployed next week to six states. So we are of one of uh, six states. Now this apparently goes back to when uh, Governor McKee wrote that letter to... The White House and FEMA basically pleading for help. And then this is different where the National Guard's going to help at Butler. He he wouldn't answer how come the was because he knew, but wouldn't say anything. So we're going to have sound of that coming up. But I just want you to step back for a moment and say, you know, what, what has been the McKee strategy? Yesterday they kind of announced a strategy. But think, of, all right, New York New York's been the epicenter of this whole thing. And in some ways, New Jersey has as well. Ohio, Michigan, I don't know enough about their uh, medical health care system facilities other than they're obviously much larger states. And then I don't know when New Mexico comes in. But keep in mind, the White House is not deploying medical people to Connecticut. They're not deploying medical people to Massachusetts. The White House does not have to send medical professionals to New Hampshire Maine or Vermont. This to me, this shows lack of a plan. When is anyone going to be held accountable at the Department of Health? Whatever the plan was within the McKee administration between the Department of Health, this is a failure. And always now, look at how, you know, Governor McKee needs Biden to bail him out, as Biden, by the way, is going down in flames right now. The Biden approval rating is now in the mid-30s. Um, also an interesting note, I was mentioning the other day that, so you have Kamala Harris, the vice president, had terrible approval ratings. They're already saying she needs to be bumped from the 
2024 ticket. Biden doesn't even seem like he's going to finish the term. And the the, uh, person on the team that had the least amount, least amount, as far as, excuse me, on the uh, cabinet, least name recognition at the time was Gina Raimondo. And we joked on the air and said, wow, you watch, it's now a matter of time for, you know, Raimondo's going to fire up our PR team. And sure enough, big opinion piece yesterday in the Washington Post, someone is just talking about how great Commerce Secretary Raimondo is. It was also interesting that um, someone had said, there was a quote attributed to her where she said, oh, I'm done with politics. And I, I didn't believe it at the time. It was one of those, someone quoted it as as an anonymous source. And and now, you know, now you're seeing, I'm hearing that it was, that was floated by either like the Mayor Pete camp or maybe even the Harris camp, but it certainly didn't come from Raimondo. So the Washington Post has an opinion why Gina Raimondo is the real future of the Democrat Party. Promising future. is a Democrat with a promising future. So someone got to this columnist who's pretty widely regarded and wrote this glowing piece about Gina Raimondo. I just want to see skim some. When they close their eyes to imagine the perfect candidate, many Democrats picture someone resembling Elizabeth Warren or AOC. In reality, the party's future looks more like Gina Raimondo, Commerce Secretary, one of Biden's most reliable, effective messengers on the Sunday shows in C-suites and Republicans on Capitol Hill. Former governor of Rhode Island, Rhodes Scholar, is a technocrat moderate in a moment when her party's loudest voice is a woke populist step or two to her left that makes her role as Biden's self-described sympathetic ear to the business community all the more refreshing and essential. The president's view, which is strongly my view, you can have policies that are good for business, good for workers, doesn't have to be an either or. So this long piece, now folks, I, I want to really explain, I know it's not in the Providence Journal, and it's not in a local paper, but, you know, their their world in Washington revolves around the Washington Post. Maybe the New York Times, but certainly in D.C., it's really even more the Washington Post. So somehow, you know, and then this goes on to some of the things that she's done. They even mentioned that when her you know, father lost his job of 28 years, Bulva closed in Rhode Island. Um, she wears one of um, the company's watches as a tribute to him. So my point is someone got to this columnist and started to go through, boy, this would be a good piece if you could write about her. Talks about what she's doing as Commerce Secretary. Um, they they did, it sounds like the columnist didn't meet with her because it, he then writes, in a mahogany wall conference room at Commerce headquarters, Raimondo wrapped her knuckles on the table, emphasized these points. She argued export controls were important Blah, blah, blah. China's going to do what China's going to do. We can only slow them down so much. She complained. The press describes the Build Back Better uh, bill as social spending. Tries to instead say, you know, we could get, well, boy, this is not a surprise. She made the case, the bill, it's the only shot we've got of getting millions of women back to work. Boy, does that sound familiar. Oh, my God. Folks, she's forever with the gender war. She's a gender warrior of the first. Uh, the former venture capitalist said she presses CEO, CEOs every day to recognize they have obligations to employees. Blah, blah, blah. She gets less attention, here we go, than populists on Capitol Hill in Transportec- Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. But she's confident the infrastructure bill, which finally passed in November, will allow universal brand, broadband by 2030. So... And then also mentions that, you know, she's worked with some others. Um, the balanced approach to find Ramundo's tenure in Rhode Island. Hardly. She rolled back regulations, cut taxes, also raised the minimum wage, community college, tuition free. There you go. Yeah, as it's destroyed, destroyed Rhode Island College. As the mother of two teenagers, Ramundo demanded schools reopen. Now that part is true. Uh, even though I'm in a fight with the Providence Teachers Union. It goes on even longer. Biden's team vetted Raimondo for vice president. She wowed them during interviews with the search committee, but Biden tapped Kamala Harris in the end. At only 50 years old, it's easy to say Raimondo's on a path to something bigger someday. So I find it interesting that 
First, some quote comes out saying that she's done with politics. Two, you have a low approval rating of the president and the vice president. And then, um, and then, uh, and also when they did a a, a, a approval, you know, with how much do you know about the people in the cabinet? She did not have a high approval rating. I, I, as I said and predicted at the time, you watch. Uh, if there's one thing that Commerce Secretary Raimondo certainly excelled at was getting herself press. And and these are positive. There's nothing negative in this piece. I, I guarantee this was widely read. This is sent all over the Beltway. Um, she, you know, it, it, it sounds like it was a political rival that put it out there, that a political rival that put it out there that um, that she was done with politics when that clearly does not seem to be the case. So it's interesting. So I want to recap. So President Biden is going to announce Rhode Island's one of only six states in the country that they're going to be sending uh, medical workers to. The McKee administration, I mean, they, they won't owe it, own it, but they, they failed with their plan with this whole thing. It goes back to the, the fall, uh, the, in, in autumn, September, October, into November when they, they truly did not have a plan to deal with the shortfall of all these workers that were going to leave because of the mandate. All right, that and a lot more. Uh, folks, then the, the bizarre case about the guy that was faked his own death, and I've talked about this in the past, but we'll tell you more about it. They found him in Scotland. It's all ahead on the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island... Propane Plus number 401-885-4209. It's the Johnson family. It's Propane Plus, the leading full-service provider of propane to Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. Not only can they install your tank and schedule propane deliveries, but they can service your entire heating, cooling system, and install any propane or natural gas appliances. Locations in East Greenwich and also in Rehoboth. Remember, Propane Plus is energy for everyone. It's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and also now it's renewable online at propaneplus.com propane plus heating and cooling in massachusetts call the rehoboth office 508-252-3359 and in rhode island 401-885-4209 you can depend on propane plus you're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, joining us right now from the Republican National Committee, it's one of the spokespersons. It's Paris Denard. And uh, Paris, it would be an understatement to say that the Biden administration, boy, testing has really proven to be a disaster. Well, thank you for having me. And listen, as my in my role as the RNC national spokesperson, I have been talking to so many people in, in, in radio shows like this about the failures of the Biden administration from the very beginning and the crises that they created from the very beginning. But I never thought that I would be talking about in 2022 the fact that they failed on something as simple as the testing apparatus for the whole country. This administration came into power saying that they were going to totally get rid of COVID, tackle COVID, fix, find it, solve it, all eradicated. None of that has happened. And actually, it's gotten worse. And then when you go to the, the point where they've created this mass, created such a mass hysteria and a rush on people getting needing testing, and they don't have the means to get te access to testing, it is a failure of the government. And then they tried to pass the buck and say this is a, a, a something for the state states to handle. This is a state problem. Once again, not having the wherewithal to say, I am the president, I am the vice president, I accept responsibility. This administration will take on this issue and solve it. Instead, they pass the buck once again. And who suffers because of this? It's the American people. It's those people who have to go to work and but need a test to go to work because of these unconstitutional discriminatory mandates and they can't get to work so they can't get payment they can't provide for their families this is the reality that people are living in because of the failures and the ineptitude of this administration folks again we're speaking with paris denard republican national committee uh, spokesperson in paris last month president biden said in fact that he'd be mailing free tests to every american that certainly doesn't seem like that's happening no, uh, and, and I think every American should go back and look at the things that he promised 
that he would do or could do and ask yourselves how many of those promises did he deliver on just on COVID alone, just on testing alone. It has been failed promise after failed promise after failed promise. And again, who suffers because of it? The people. And it would it, to me, one would think that they would care enough about the people to get their act together, especially when they know flu season is upon us. They know that they knew that variants were going to happen, but they act as if all of this is new information. And if you recall, when they first came in saying they, Trump didn't have a plan, Trump didn't have a plan. Well, he actually had a plan. They just chose not to implement the plan. But now we can clearly see that the Biden-Harris administration does not have a plan. Paris, what about the fact that uh, President Biden then has said that there's no federal solution for this? That's that's a, that's not what they were saying for a very long time. Well, the, when Biden says there's no federal solution, that is his way of passing the responsibility onto the states, onto the governors, because in the absence of a federal solution or a federal plan or a federal, a federal agenda, you have to give the responsibility over to somebody else. This is the opposite of what you saw with President Trump. President Trump took full responsibility of the handling, of the execution, of getting out Operation Warp Speed in an effective and timely manner, well well above the time frame that they said that they wanted to do, which was at the end of the year. They actually beat that time frame. He took responsibility and said, we are going to have a whole-of-government approach to solve this problem and get to the bottom of it best we can. That is not what you see with this administration. The Biden-Harris administration is doing the direct opposite. They're saying there's no federal solution. Well, it's a federal-created problem when you look at the, the backlogs and the crises that they've created and, and, and not standing up to China and not standing up to hold them responsible and now passing responsibility on to the states. It's just it's, it's shameful, really. But luckily, we have Republican governors who continue to lead the way on the recovery, uh, on, on those efforts. And so I think people in these different states will look to Republican governors and say, in spite of what's coming down from the federal government in terms of no, no policies, bad policies, confusing messaging, and obviously, uh, you know, mandates, these Republican governors continue to lead and lead well. Paris, before I let you go, did you ever think in 2022 you'd see all these Americans outside in the cold, standing in line, trying to get a test? I, I, it is beyond me. I never thought in 2022 we not only would see people standing in line to get a test, but we would see empty store shelves. We have a supply chain crisis, that gas prices would be where they are, and, and, and this inflation still sky high. They said it was temporary, and it's not. This is the beginning of 2022, and it's looking like it could be a repeat of 2021 in terms of the failures of this administration. We're not off to a good start under Biden-Harris. Paris Denard, Republican National Committee spokesman. Brothers Disposal. Call Brothers Disposal today. Get a purple dumpster for your driveway. How do you know it's Brothers Disposal? Because it's a purple dumpster. Look for them on Facebook and give them a call for an estimate, 401 688 Get a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe you're cleaning out your basement, your garage, unwanted belongings. Maybe you just have some things in boxes that you've never taken out. Clean it out with Brothers Disposal. They're also now offering weekly trash collection services. Call Brother Roland today at Brothers Disposal, 401 401- 688-0517. Whether it's a small household construction project or you just need a dumpster to get rid of some unwanted belongings, call Brothers Disposal today. Come on, brother. Call Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Look for them on Facebook, Brothers Disposal. Get a dumpster in your driveway, 401-688-0517. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Now, while you're there, uh, there's a lot of exclusive stories. Folks, we cover stories the rest of the media ignores. It's real news, whether it's video that we're out at a crime or a protest or various things that are happening, plus other exclusive stories that we break. Log on at the website. That's also the best way to reach me, by the way. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just scroll down a little bit. You'll see a, a button that says Contact John. You can also support the program. You you can also get some great merchandise in the shop. 
right there at dipetro.com and it's all our links to social media whether it's facebook so you can watch facebook live or also twitter or youtube or instagram so take a minute and then also we have some great sponsors there as well it is a happening check it each day it's dipetro.com well health continues to be an important part of our daily lives that's why you need to stop in and see the queen of health it's maria it's my health because it's your health but it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland look for her on facebook you can also call her at 401-305-3585 you know where she is right in that very majestic old white church diagonally across from davidport restaurant it's my health and inside pop in you'll see vitamins herbal remedies from trusted companies who understand quality integrity local products like icae honey maple syrup beef fresh gum it's my health 1099 menden road in cumberland wait till you see the selection over 250 bulk herbs teas spices purchased by the ounce plus boxed herbs and teas plus hemp and cbd products stop in natural skincare products hair care products it's my health because it's your health stop it and see marie 1099 menden road in cumberland folks you're listening to the john DePietro show weekdays we start at 11 we go until 2 it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, petro.com. It's time for our legal segment. Joining me right now is one of Rhode Island's top legal minds and attorneys. It is attorney Tim Dodd. And Tim, the first story I want to kick off, and uh, the timing is almost a year ago, but it was last February 21. And this is something else. And I, I believe we talked about it. And uh, <clears throat> so I was communicating with someone who claimed they were the wife of this Nicholas Alaverdian, who, by all accounts, story, uh, I think the Providence Journal did it, and it was also in USA Today that he had faked his own death. And this guy was, he used to call into me, and then there was this string of messages. He was messaging me. I, at the time, it seemed odd on when he would be very active. It was, it was, um, it would be it would make sense. I'll cut to it that they have now located this guy in Scotland, but it would make sense that he he was very busy. Scotland is, I think, five or six hours ahead of us. And so it would kind of make sense of I would wake up in the morning and there'd be these slew of messages and so forth. But so Tim Dodd, it would it seem and this story is all the makings of a movie. Um, as Tim Dodd knows, I, I have dealt with some pretty unusual people over the years. This guy made me nervous just because he was so whacked and a true psychopath <laughs> and uh and you didn't know where he was going to be i mean maybe he was on cape cod but it turns out he was in in scotland this this is a bizarre story of someone that the authorities were after him in ohio and he he started sending out these messages that he had died he left behind a wife and two children um he had this person he called said was his wife louise had it had a weird sound to it certainly sound like someone using a voice changing machine and um and then it, it's turned out now tim dodd that between covid and then there was this other open case in in utah of all places uh, but this this is incredible that apparently because of covid they have actually caught up with this nicholas eleverdian who who is alive seemingly faked his own death and, and has been living in scotland This story has it all, John. I mean, we did talk about this at the time. The cops were convinced from the get-go that this guy did not die, that he had faked his death. They never bought the whole um, story that they didn't even know if it was really his wife or if he had two kids. I mean, he's he's a con artist, from what it would appear. Um, he made his mark in Rhode Island, as your listeners may recall, um, when he claimed that he had been the victim of sexual abuse or rape okay. when he was in the foster care system. Yep. Stood the state. Um, the terms of any settlement were never disclosed. One would presume he walked away with some money, but we really don't know. Now he goes um, around. He's in Ohio. Yep. He unlawfully obtains approximately 22 credit cards he rings up about two hundred thousand dollars in fraudulent credit card purchases 
he scams another lady in Ohio for about $60,000. He goes to um, Utah and allegedly is involved in a sexual assault. There are active warrants in Utah. There are active warrants in Ohio. There are civil cases pending in Ohio. Um, he's got a lot of legal hurdles to overcome when he is extradited. Scotland is um, an extradition treaty country, so he, this guy will, when, wow. he rec- when he recovers from COVID, oh. he will be extradited, I would presume, first to Utah to face that criminal um, charge. And whether he's successful or unsuccessful, he'll then um, at some point uh, be shipped off to um, Ohio. Now, if Utah gets him first and they convict him and it's a jail case, he might have to do his jail time before he gets shipped off to Ohio to face further music. Um, You know, I'm not sure in any of these jurisdictions if faking one's death is criminal, um, one doesn't know if perhaps someone out there might have obtained, uh, well, I don't think anyone would have obtained life insurance money because you'd have to show a death certificate. And he, I okay. don't think he's got one of those. Right. But there could be other fraudulent um, allegations uh, surrounding um, the um, fraudulent report of his death. But the guy back when he was first reported missing and the story was um, circulating. He has an odd appearance, you know, the pictures that would run in the journal, one doesn't know if that's how he looked or if he was making himself look um, very different by by anyone's standard um, to throw people off. But um, he's looking at incredibly serious criminal consequences and he will be here shortly. Tim Dodd, what what are the what is the penalty for uh, faking one one's death? Now, I I think also I think they're going to determine that there is no wife. I don't think there's a wife and two children. This wife Louise, who, I, and also I I believe that Louise was the one communicating with law enforcement at one point. So that that could be maybe like some kind of an obstruction or or impersonating someone type of charge. Or an accessory, accessory, aiding, okay. aiding and abetting. Yeah, um, you know, eluding. He's eluding arrest. She's aiding and abetting him in eluding well, arrest. Um, again, I don't. I don't think she exists. I think it's him well, with the voice changing machine. So, no, I don't, just don't want to confuse people. But, but what about? Is there? I mean, obviously, if he got life insurance policy, which you know, you don't know with this guy. I mean, he's pretty devious. He's very good on the computer. He he may be able. He maybe he was able to fraudulently get one. If, if you check his social media, Tim, he's got condolence certificates from Mayor Fung, from Langevin, <laughs> from the City of Providence. Um, I'll tell you about it. He used to call in on the radio, and many times he he would start off. And listen, you know, like sometimes you're on. There's different distractions, right? And so this was appearing. Cool Keith's handing me something or something like that. And so you're not always a hundred percent plugged in. So if I would say, like, you know, why didn't you ask him? This guy could go zero to 60 as far as temper. Like, just, like, why? Like, he would just explode out of nowhere with rage <laughs> and tell these wild stories about what happened with BCYF. Um, Tim Dodd, this is, this is a dangerous individual. It, it sure sounds like he's going to have some serious legal problems back here in the States. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I, I do remember. And, you know, the, the now that he's coming back um, to life, literally and figuratively. Yeah. When they ran his obituary in, in the pro show. Yeah. He had a quote in there. Fear not and run towards the bliss of the sun, which <laughs> you know, it's like a megalomania. It um, is. It's really um, an odd you know, if you were a psychiatrist analyzing this guy, I think there's a lot of material there. There is. And Tim, just so we understand with people that this is not going to be um, a, a, a quick process. I mean, it, it, it's not murder, but it, it is amazing that in Utah, they're claiming, I think it was, they have his DNA yes. from a sexual assault case. So apparently, not knowing all the details, but he's in Scotland and a month ago comes down with COVID. 
And then he's using a different name. I think it was is Vic, Victor Rossi instead of his, his real right. name. But he, it, it would seem as if because of him getting COVID, possibly, I mean, we don't have all the details yet, but possibly having to be hospitalized, that somehow somebody, I mean, we don't, there's a lot we don't know, but it sure sounds as though that's what did him in that, that put them, put him on the radar uh, of the authorities in Utah. It's, it's curious. And one doesn't know what's happening in Scotland, but how Scotland figured out who this guy was and was able to report his location, you know, unless, you know, hospitals around Europe have been, given this guy's uh, mugshot. Said, right. You know, if some guy shows up for any reason and you're not sure about his true identity, cross-check him against this guy. I'm really yeah. not sure how um, international police enforcement uh, works, but the hospitals may have been screening for if they had yep. somebody with a curious, you know, an unverifiable identity. Um, but or it, it's just it's great police work. It is guys on um, fugitives on the run, and in this case, he is, even though he faked his own death. But the thing that always concerns them is, is some point that they may need medical care. And when Whitey Bulger was uh, the notorious, you know, gangster from Boston, when he was hang, hiding out in Santa Monica, he would go down along Santa Monica because of the weather and so forth. There's a big homeless population. And he would scout out, try to find homeless people that he felt kind of resembled him in some way. Maybe the same age, selling build, you know, just kind of resembled a little bit. And he would offer the money for their, he, like, I'll give you $500 for your license or whatever it was. Because he knew at some point he might have to go into the hospital. And he wanted the, their ID to be able to show. So... I think it's interesting. Bulger was able to stay on the run until that woman, you know, they, they went after, if you remember, they went after the girlfriend um, and, and they started putting her photo out. And, and it was a woman, that woman in Iceland that used to spend um, the winters in, in Santa Monica. And then she'd go to Iceland in the summertime, but she recognized the woman with, with Bulger because of the woman had cats and she was a big animal lover and, and so forth. So, but it's it's interesting to meet Tim Dodd. It's the medical thing that, you know, you can hide for a while. And he was I, like, we don't know yet. How did he get to Scotland? How did he get a passport? How did he get out of the country? But um, but boy, this this is a fascinating story. And then now Tim Dodd, we don't know, though, if this is going to bring him back to Rhode Island, because un- unless there's something else, I believe that he's got fraud charges against him in Ohio. And, and I think there's a could be a sexual assault charge there. The FBI in Ohio definitely. We're looking for him. The Utah situation is also, he's in trouble in Utah as well. Yes, if there's anything in Rhode Island, I think would be low on the totem pole in terms yeah. of which jurisdiction gets him first. And when he does come back, I'm sure he'll have a very colorful defense and an alibi, and he'll have a story to tell mm. uh, in a defense and to provide that he didn't do these things. I mean, I'm sure it will be colorful. And, you know, in the way that we look at these things, somewhat entertaining. Yeah. The, there was one, one more before the break. Uh, there is someone, I won't say who it is, but he, this person knew him. He was the first person to tell me. I'm telling you, I think that guy's alive. There's something about this doesn't add up. He's a real con man. He showed up, get out of Ohio, showed up at the Rhode Island State House in a stretch limousine said he had struck it big somehow, made a fortune. That was all money that I think he got from the credit cards. Took a couple of people from the state house out to dinner, was like, I, you know, I've hit the big time, living large, looking to buy some property. You know, no one knew at the time that he was on the run from uh, the FBI in Ohio. But uh, I'm going to have more on that for those that are listening on the website, tobedro.com. Tim, I was just looking when the story broke on, um, in my, my Twitter, I'm going to try to save all the messages. These you want to talk about long, rambling, manifest. He hated Parker Gavigan of NBC10. He despised Tom Moody of the Providence Journal. We like would call the media outlets demanding they do the story on the death, 
and the whole thing. I mean, just a real psychopath. So um, <laughs> it is it is comical, though. But this has all the makings of a movie. It does. Folks, quick break. Interesting also about Scotland. In, in the movie Heat, when Robert De Niro and Val Kilmer, and, um, yeah, Val, uh, they're going to escape L.A., all these bank robberies. The place they were going to go and hide out was Scotland for some reason. So there's, there's something there. Maybe they feel that they can... Hide a little bit better. Um, folks, quick break. A lot more attorney Tim Dodd right here on the John DePietro Show. Portion of the program brought to you by the Coesit Inn. Check them out on the website, depetro.com, the Coesit Inn or Rhode Island tradition since 1977, located 226 Coesit Avenue in West Warwick, whether it's lunch or dinner or drinks in the lounge, whether a nice dinner or even just appetizers. There's always a great crowd. You can to link directly to them, and gift certificates are available. The Coesed Inn, 226 Coesed Avenue in West Warwick. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, remember, you can always listen online at our website, dipetro.com. Check out the website, dipetro.com. We have original, unique, exclusive stories, videos, content, all our links to social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. It's all right there. And that's also the best way to reach me. Log on at the website, depetro.com, depetro.com. Petition shooting supplies. Stop in and see John Francis, located 435 Benefit Street in Pawtucket. Stop in and see my gun guy, Competition Shooting Supplies. This is where I buy my firearms. You can call him at 401-727-1716. Firearms, ammunition, accessories. Look for them also on Facebook. He'll always post updates of inventory, both firearms, ammunition that they get on Facebook. And on top of that, remember, if you're listing right now, and maybe you have some firearms that you don't need anymore, or use anymore, or maybe someone passed away and has some kind of a gun collection bring it in you could either sell it to competition or you could sell it on consignment gift certificates are also available stop it and see competition shooting supplies 435 benefit street in Pawtucket. call john francis 401-727-1716 for competition shooting supplies if you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. Were you in an auto accident, someone damaged your vehicle? Folks, it can happen, whether it's people not paying attention, a drunk driver, people texting and driving. If you're ever in an accident, pick up the phone, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Remember, with West Fountain Auto Body, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call them today. If you were in an accident, drunk driver, someone texting and driving, minor fender bender, even a nearly totaled vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body today, 401-272-3340. They'll handle everything for you, the original, the best. And if you're in an accident and a tow truck pulls up, tell them, bring that car over to West Fountain Auto Body, 401 401- 272-3340, 401-272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They'll work for you, not the insurance company. If you're in an accident, call West Fountain today. Get it repaired, 401-272-3340.